Episode 44, New Zealand Hunting. Steve Jobs is, he- is healthy and well and working on this new right. tablet from Apple. Of course, and- you know, that would probably invite even more, you know, the, the, whatever Steve, the, because he's been away so long, even if he comes back looking great, it's going to create a whole other buzz about Steve. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely distract. right. If you're smart, you, you, you show up as Steve Jobs at somebody else's event. You show up at the Windows 7 launch and <laughs> oh, no. steal Perfect. the thunder from Put Windows 7. Party. He could come house to my party. house party. Steve. Steve, you're invited. Come to my house party. We'll serve chopped liver. We'll serve liver pet. No, no, wait no a he won't oh, eat liver. Oh. oh, wait a minute. What kind of a joke is that? That's awful. That was a low blow. That was awful. That was who told? That was terrible. No, we, no, he's a vegetarian. We'll serve all. He's vegan. a vegan. Yeah, we'll, Let's get it right. He's from Vegas. We'll serve all. We'll <laughs> serve Vegas. all Vegas food. <laughs> All the time. The one thing that they Which is mostly shrimp, from what I can tell. Really? Vegan is not shrimp. Vegan. Shrimp no, has Vegas. a face. Oh, Vegas is shrimp. Then I'll never visit Las Vegas. Hello, welcome to episode 44 of Jay White Darts Podcast, where I talk about sad parts of New Zealand's culture. My intro was from This Week in Tech, episode 211. Recently I've been covering a lot of New Zealand news stories. I hope to get this information out. Right now, there are a lot of white baiters, people who go out catching tiny fish known as white bait and nets along riversides. What we in New Zealand call white bait is actually the juvenile form of a certain kind of fish. I'm not sure how to pronounce the name. Galaxid? Galaxiad? The babies, white bait as they are known, look like slimy little worms. In Southland, a a fairly rural area, it's a big thing to go out white baiting. A bunch of guys will go out to the river and catch these baby fish in nets. I find it revolting, but it seems to be a cultural thing here, and it's nearly impossible to get people to agree that they are standing about a river, getting drunk, all to catch tiny little baby animals in nets. The newspapers and local businesses market for whitebaiters. It's just an accepted part of Southland life. In New Zealand, it's fairly common, or at least portrayed in New Zealand popular culture to be common, to go out hunting. I doubt the average New Zealand bloke goes out hunting a few times a year, but it's part of our image as being tough, hairy men. All New Zealand men are portrayed as big, strong hunters, even when catching baby fish in nets. The most commonly killed animals would probably be deer, ducks, and pigs. For this episode, I'll mention those three. I have opinions from two other vegans to play on this episode, as well as many sound clips from YouTube and New Zealand news stories. To start off, here's some great advice that comes from fishandgame.org.nz, a government body regulating hunting. Now comes the fun part, gutting it, drawing the bird, eviscerating it, whatever you want to call it. Grab that sharp knife and make two cuts. The first is in the throat area. This is so you can poke the hose or tap into it and flush the cavity out. The second cut is from below the breastplate bone, toward the anus. Does it sound like fun to you? The Fish and Game site even has a youth section. It's kind of like a rugged Boy Scouts image. The idea of kids who know how to live off the fat of the land, so to speak. It's pretty sick, getting kids indoctrinated that hunting equals good at a young age. It's a shame these kids aren't playing more violent video games. Otherwise they might have learnt that hunting isn't something to be proud of. This isn't glorious, it's just plain killing. Violence isn't a sport. Well said, Solid Snake. 
My first clip is about pig hunting. I'll play back some of the sounds. In one form of pig hunting, a pack of dogs track down a wild pig, then bite onto it any way they can to hold the pig. Then a so-called pig hunter will come over and cut the pig's throat. Get him, Jock! Get him, Jock! Good boy! You're gonna have to get wet, Rob! You're gonna have to get wet! They've got him good now, Rob! They've got him! He's fucked! Ball number two for the day, Rob. Nice looking board as well. Nice, another fat one. Twin brother to the other one, I think. Yeah. I'll have to get them a bit closer to the truck the next time, though. Drive to this one. <laughs> it's all good. Are you making that look easy, Jerry? In some forms of pig hunting, the hunters shoot the pig. I guess they need to shoot the more dangerous, larger boars. But in many of the videos I saw on YouTube, the big brave hunters rely on five to ten dogs to find, chase, and catch the pig and hold it down for the big brave hunter as he cuts its throat. Sometimes the pig manages to fight back. When they do, I bet the hunters act as though the pig's broken the law. Hey mate, you're not meant to defend yourself, you should just let us kill you mate! Here's an example of that. Some idiot hunter had his finger bit by the pig, and yeah, it's bleeding quite a lot, but it's hardly equal to the damage done to the pig. Listen to him bitch about it. Yes, bar he just went for a bit of a North Canterbury pig hunt, walked for about five minutes or so, and we got onto this nice fat juicy sow here. The dogs grabbed that one pretty quick and Sparky ran and stuck it. You all film, Sparky, you better work hard. What do you reckon about that for a five minute hunt? And then two of the dogs disappeared, whipped over the hill and uh, over another ridge and just over the other side they got onto this little blue boar here. He must have run away from the same mob. And he was a horrible little bugger. Get him, get him, get him! Get him, O! Hold him, oh. Hold him! Hold him! I went in to stick him and he bloody bit me and it hurt. He bit me right on the hand. So, when he's surrounding a single Labrador-sized pig with a bunch of dogs, with a bunch of his friends, and here he is complaining that the pig bit him on the finger? Dude, you're trying to cut its throat. Why should it make it easy for you? I asked for some help making this episode, and my friend Linda sent me a few pictures of injured pig hunting dogs. 
Here's what Lunda has to say. Weekend pig hunting competition. We were heavily involved in the rescue of an abandoned dying sheep dog at the time, so spent a lot of time at a Gisborne vet clinic. The vet cages were all full of gored, injured pig dogs who had been attacked in self-defense by the pigs they were holding for death by the hunter's knives. These photos are taken as one of many hunters, prey secured on top of the ute and surviving pig dog's cage on the back brings one of his badly injured pig dogs to the vet, carried in the arms of the hunter's companion wife. They had a young boy of about seven years with them. A real family affair. Other hunters, not being able to afford vet care, kill their injured dogs in the bush. When many of these hunters leave their homes on the Cape, they simply leave their pig dogs behind to fend for themselves, resulting in the survivors becoming emaciated, then killing sheep, and then being shot. The pig in the photo, for some unknown reason secured with her mouth propped wide open with a wooden stick, had a mass of blood around the base of her tail. We learned that the tail base, the ears, and the testicles are all holding points for the dogs. Ironically my brother is a hardening hunter, but even he will not hunt pigs, because he admits the methods used to train the dogs on live pigs, cutting the hind leg hamstrings so the pigs can't escape the ravaging of the young pups, using surviving dog training pigs repeatedly until they have no ears left to hold, etc. And the statistics of pig dogs killed in the hunt are atrocious. And yet Whitaker City Council encourages pig hunters in with their knives because pigs are seen as pests and Trainee allows people to buy and sell pig dogs. Yesterday I sent the email below to a pig hunter who applied to adopt a pet cattle dog X who is seeking a home under my umbrella. Hunter question. Would you give him up to be a pig dog? He'd be going to a good home. My dogs get plenty of work and are well cared for. Cheers. Answer. Dear, I would not consider rehoming any dog for a life as a pig dog. I have witnessed far too many of them gored to death by pigs and yet others sustaining horrific injuries. I have also witnessed the slow deaths and suffering of the pigs with this method of hunting. I look forward to a kinder future world for dogs, pigs and humans. Thank you Linda for helping me with this hunting episode. Some of the hunting videos I've got from YouTube have good production, with titles and different effects edited in. Some are set to music, making out a good time with rock music, or a large dramatic piece you may recognise, set to Southland Duck Shooters. These are real gunshots, not sound effects.
When you're out hunting, you're not meant to be drinking alcohol, but I would assume that most duck shooters etc. do. Even TV pieces have highlighted the boys having a few, as they stand around all day in camo gear, waiting to kill a small bird. This is just one of many mainstream news pieces about hunting in New Zealand. I really don't know why people want to go out hunting if this is what it's Country really like. Country to shoot, drink, party and bond with mates. Now, we all know that drinking and guns don't go together, but we also know it is pretty common when it comes to duck shooting. This weekend, reporter Matt Chisholm went to the Wairarapa for a rare insight into what is the country boy's big day out. So I haven't had much sleep last night. It's the morning they've waited for a year. Shit. Breakfast. This is our Christmas, so uh, we're, we're excited, we're ready to go. Christmas for 10 guys from all over the North Island who have converged on Matt Bolton's Pahia Tour property for their annual catch-up. Quite, quite the girls. It's like a decoy in a way, so uh, yeah, we'll have it there. A few more might come and join us and see where it goes. The excuse for this bloke's weekend. The opening of duck shooting season. A few shots in before breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, we pop some bubbly. It's a champagne breakfast at quarter to seven. <laughs> hold, hold, hold. The first three, four hours is all about the shooting. And then it's just about having a good day, getting on the booze, having fun. It's just, it's a party day, you know? And when the ducks stop flying, these guys make their own fun. I tell you what, when I'm duck shooting, I love to drink refreshing chewy. It's good for what ails you. <laughs> you guys get a bit carried away and um, maybe maybe a few few lagers and things. Uh, probably the probably the shooting goes downhill. And uh, a few high drinks and definitely high drinks on the dam. And what have you done with the wife? Uh, <laughs> Well, the, the wife's actually gone up to Auckland, so it leaves the guys down here just, just doing what they uh, do best, really, just cleaning around. And there's plenty of that. Right now, one of the hunters is completely naked in a lake with a blow-up sex doll. <laughs> How do you compete when you're up against bolts, you know? <laughs> He's a prick. <laughs> I've got a very supportive wife with all these sorts of things. I mean, she loves seeing me and loves seeing the blokes having fun. And for Matt, it's more about having fun and entertaining his good mates than anything else. And while Matt didn't get up, his decoy did. That's what it's all about. Not just the shooting, but about having a hell of a lot of fun out there being Kiwis and enjoying what we have in this little country of ours. And that, that's why everyone needs to get out there and just enjoy it. the greenies. Right back at you, big guy. 
After 12 hours on the pond, it was time to pull the pin on the shooting, but not the entertainment. A new day with some still charging from the last one. Quite a few of the guys are uh, pretty sore heads and things. A question I've got to ask. Yep. Some people would say that alcohol and guns don't mix. What would you say to those people? Uh, well, everything in moderation, really. I, um, look, we, I know the guys that we shoot with. We, we know each other well. We do trust each other. And um, you know, nobody's going to be acting the goat or anything. Looking forward to the next one? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, it, it'll certainly be, a, you know, we always try to, try to do a little bit more for the next season. So, um, no, it'll be a great time again. Oh, it's a funny old thing, you duck shoot. Another person to get back to me about this episode was my good friend Sam from nzdairy.webs.com. I'm Sam from nzdairy.webs.com. I think that hunting is wrong because you're causing torture, uh, killing, uh, you're just killing an animal only because you enjoy it. However, in saying that, I don't think that hunting's any worse than eating meat, dairy, eggs. Our only justification for hunting is that we enjoy hunting, and the only justification for killing animals for meat, dairy, and eggs is that people like the taste of meat, dairy, and eggs. Um, so to say that there's a moral distinction between the two, I think is uh, just ludicrous. Um, I view both of them as very immoral acts. I don't support hunting. I would never go hunting. But for the same reasons, I would never eat meat, dairy, or eggs. And I see both of them as extremely immoral acts. Thank you very much, Sam. I'm always glad to have you on my podcast. You can see one of Sam's websites at nzdairy.webs.com. I've got two further clips. This one is from a local Southland TV station, Q. This is South Today News coming up tonight. Duck shooters take to the South's waterways for the start of the season. Why Fish and Game is not happy with some of them. Welcome back. Southland Fish and Game are reporting a disappointing start to the duck shooting season with up to 10% of hunters not complying with the rules. This, t this year, for the first time, Fish and Game officers were joined by police to patrol the South's waterways on duck shooting's opening morning. Well, we, it's pretty disappointing actually. We're still getting quite a consistent uh, number of people that are not complying with the rules. And the most uh, common uh, misdemeanour is hunting without a licence and people try to get away with that and uh, a number of them have caught it every year. And there's still a few people using lead shot as well over ponds and near water and they're not allowed to do that. This rule's been in place now for about five years so there's no, no excuse for that. And the other thing that happens that's of concern to us is that people shoot protected species. This year we've had a few instances of that, people shooting um, grey teal and then we have had one instance of people shooting um, gulls 
which is uh, totally inexcusable really, there's no excuse for that because they're quite different from game birds. And with the lead shot, some hunters will say that the steel shot isn't as humane because it doesn't kill them as quickly. What would you say to that? Well, there is quite a lot of um, discontent amongst uh, some hunting groups uh, about steel shot, and they say that it's not effective. Um, But the evidence really isn't on their side. Uh, Evidence is that if you um, practice and know the uh, characteristics, the ballistics of the steel shot, then it's quite as good, just as good as as lead. Um, But you do have to hunt a little bit differently. It goes out more quickly from the firearm. Um, It has a smaller pattern, and so you've got to make compensation for that. Okay. And with opening weekend, $80 for a licence, some people would say, because you can't get a one-day licence just for opening day, this is just a revenue-gathering exercise by Fish and Game. Well, people have to uh, buy a licence because that's what funds Fish and Game, who are the managers of the um, of the resource. And we look after wetlands, we advocate for hunters, for access and all of that sort of stuff. So if you didn't have Fish and Game there, the resource wouldn't, you just wouldn't have a hunting resource. And will you be looking to prosecute because you do confiscate um, hunters who are caught without a licence right. or using the wrong yeah. shot? Uh, do you confiscate their weapons looking to prosecute? Yes, that's uh, that'll be the case. We... Um, the situations where we do take people's details and confiscate uh, firearms, then there's enough evidence for us to take those people to court and, and that'll, that'll be what will be happening. And what sort of fines? Because Fish and Game has said they're trying to come down on people that uh, are breaking these laws. Well, it depends on the circumstances of each case and the judges uh, will make the final decision on what the fines will be. But uh, typical fines in the last few years for hunting without a licence or losing le- using lead shot or hunting protected species, it's probably in the order of $1,000 all up. And hunters were out in force for the opening weekend of duck shooting season. An estimated 60,000 birds were shot by more than 5,000 hunters in the south. Among them was one family with a long tradition of duck hunting. Sarah Bedford has the story. Duck hunting is in their blood. For more than 100 years, the McNaughton family has hunted at the Waituna Lagoon, with family coming from far and wide for opening weekend. (coughs) Among them is Roger McNaughton, whose passion for the sport began at a young age. In 42 years, he hasn't missed an opening weekend. And I think probably with a bit of luck, I'll never will until I have to give up. And I guess even if you had a broken limb or something, you'd still come down and stay in camp at least anyway. Among those in the family camp at the weekend was Jim Watson, who says it's not just about shooting ducks. It's also a chance for the family to spend time together. Well, it's our place, we actually, we think, and uh, we come together at uh, this time during the year and, um, and just just enjoy each other's fellowship in, in, in the lake here. While opening weekend was disappointing, with fine weather meaning few ducks, Roger says they caught enough for a good meal and there's still plenty of time to improve the catch rate this season. For the past 102 years, the family has hunted in the area, and it's a tradition that looks set to continue. Hopefully the tradition will carry on. I don't know whether it'll be another 100 years or not. Um, It's hard to know, but I think we've still got another 50 years anyway. I can see that the wetland will still be here and the game birds will still be here, but 100 years is a long time. Sarah Bedford, South Today News.
So that just goes to show that it's a fairly traditional thing to hunt among many rural families, but that doesn't make it acceptable to me. This is a Campbell Live piece about making your own meat, apparently more common because of meat being too expensive at the local supermarket. I honestly doubt that many people in New Zealand hunt for all their meat, but maybe to the hunters it seems that way. The economic downturn has sent many people back to the hills, believe it or not, to become hunter-gatherers once more. This is true. How do we know? Well, in part because the Mountain Safety Council reports that gun licences have gone up from 5,000 three years ago to just over 8,000 now. That's a big increase in percentage terms. And many of those shooting are doing so to put cheap meat on the table. Fenner Owen visited a wild game butcher whose business is booming. Regular customer Christine McCartney and her hunter son Andrew drop off his recent kill to be made into salami. What have we got today? I've uh, just got carries, some swan. Ducks and swan. Oh yeah, fry it down. And... Darren Mates is a butcher who decided to convert his Stokes Valley shop into a wild game processing business when he realised more and more people were eating wild food. I think a hell of a lot of people were out there shooting game meat to fill the freezer just because of the price of everything. Mates proudly displays his trophies, but has no time for those who kill for the hell of it. We should be going hunting to shoot something to put on the table to eat. Do you think more people are doing that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. The hunting in the last sort of couple of years has got very popular. So popular, the Deerstalkers Association and Mountain Safety Council now run 16 courses around the country on how to hunt. And in September, the Food Safety Authority will be launching a book and DVD on how to prepare game. So we'll just go out to the chiller and I'll show you what's hanging up. Along with the deer and goats, mates receives pig, tar, chamois, wallaby and wild cattle. And then there are the wild swans, ducks and geese. Got a small goat there. And where are they all from? These are from Monganui. I know the red's from the Wairapa. I don't know where, most people don't give away their exact hunting spot. We've already boned all the shoulders out for sausages, so we're just going to stake all this up now. An average-sized deer could yield $250 worth of meat. Yes, there's a butcher's fee for processing, but at the end of the day, it's a lot cheaper than buying venison or beef at the supermarket. Another wild food enthusiast, restaurateur Steve Logan of Logan Brown, is keen for everyone to discover the delights of game and how to cook it. Think of it just like any sheep meat or beef. You know, you use the tender cuts, you cook them really quickly and eat them a little bit rare. And for those bigger, like, shoulders and, and trimmings off the legs and the tougher bits off the legs, you just cook them for a long time, nice and slowly. And while not everyone is able or inclined to shoot to eat, Logan believes hunting is responsible on a number of levels. Well, it's not only cheap, but actually it's organic, so it's very healthy for you. It tastes fantastic. And you know when you're hunting game, you're often get, getting rid of pests that are annoying the environment or the farm, like rabbits, hares, deer, pigs. They're always doing damage to the natural foliage and so on. So it's, you're doing a good job of your hunting. Finna Owen reporting. It's kind of sick hearing that restaurant guy at the end promote wild game meat as responsible, organic, and as controlling pests. 
This is what animal welfare has given us, a load of ways to describe a nice way of killing animals. Some animals are pests. Why? Because they want to eat a bit of grass, a couple leaves off a tree or two? Get real, it's not like they are dumping toxic waste into rivers. The point of this episode has been to highlight hunting in New Zealand. It's not a very normal thing to do in this country. I don't think most people go out hunting, but it's still seen as something to be proud of. Catching baby fish in nets, training dogs to viciously grab pigs by the testicles, and shooting at cute little ducks. I really hope our attitudes change away from this, and that we learn to give animals the respect they deserve. My outro will be a remix of a certain clip from Trading Spouses. Bacon is good for me, it's called. Thank you for listening. You can find the script for this episode, as well as downloads for every episode of J-Won't Dart's podcast at jwontdart.blogspot.com. If you want to contact me, even just to say you listened, send an email to jwontdart at gmail.com, jwontdart at gmail.com. I'd appreciate it. Have a super happy day. Bye. I need you guys to help me in the kitchen to fill these. We can do it. this crap. Definitely no cheese in the can. We can do it. this crap. Definitely no cheese in the can. We can do it. this crap. Definitely no cheese in the can. We can do it. this crap. Definitely no cheese in the can. We can do it. this crap. Definitely no cheese in the can. Very happy to be throwing this away. Bacon. Definitely no cheese in the can. Very happy to be throwing this away. Bacon, bacon, bacon. No, I want my bacon. I gotta tell you something. Bacon is good for me. Bacon is good for me. Good for me. Good for me.